0: I'm Jamie Virgen with Sinclair Broadcasting in San Antonio, Texas, for this edition of Immigration Crisis, The Fight for the Southern Border.
1: The full-time deputies spend 90% of their time dealing with illegal aliens. We've condemned the way that asylum seekers have been treated.
0: We're talking about human beings' lives. In a pasture right behind my house, there was 49 uh, illegals apprehended. This is not a situation where we're helping these migrants come across, these illegal migrants. When you think about immigration, that is the crisis that right now to many people is splitting up our country. You have to bring up the fight over what to call people who come into the United States. The terms are used interchangeably by many, migrant, immigrant, asylum seeker, undocumented, just to name a few. But is it as easy as just calling everyone who crosses the border undocumented? And are they really undocumented? What is in a name? And if we allow the federal government, the right or the left, to identify migrants with certain words, are we in fact allowing ourselves to get pulled into a game of name-calling, that resolves in nothing, as we are all experiencing this right now with a new wave of migrants. In this segment, retired Homeland Security agent in charge, Adi Jimenez, who supervised the San Antonio region, which reached all the way to the border, explains why each name or identification used for these migrants is not to be used as a blanket statement because that allows us to be pulled into a game and into loopholes within the law.
1: The amount of aliens that my, my guys are catching is through the roof. Caravans of five or more vehicles loaded with drugs and illegal aliens. A thousand legal aliens. transporting these migrants. A new
0: arrest record of migrants. So we're here now with Adi Jimenez, Harry Jimenez, who used to be, he's retired now, enjoying the retired life, but not really, because he's still involved helping people with security. And Adi and I are talking today also because of your expertise on the border. And we've heard a lot of arguing and discussion over the terminology, including within the media, even within ourselves. You know, AP Stylebook says we do not use the word illegal aliens, yet the word is still being used. Can you talk to us about terminology that is used and why it's more than just words?
1: So, thank you, Yami, mean, and and, and uh, thank you for having me. Uh, this is, uh, it's interesting, because we did, we, we, we have spoken about this. We noticed how uh, we have heard about the discussion utilizing migrant and immigrant interchangeable. Uh, we have heard about undocumented immigrants, on the, undocumented migrant. We have heard about illegal immigrant, illegal migrant, uh, undocumented uh, this, undocumented that. Um,
0: So
1: let's, So, let's take it for what the actual definitions are, right? Let's start with immigrant and migrant. In the eyes of the federal government, right, where I came from, from the Department of Homeland Security, which are by law in charge of enforcing immigration laws in the United States. No state and locals, but federal government. So the federal government uh, defines uh, a migrant as a person that moves from one country to a new country pursuing work but never relinquish their original country. They come into the United States as a working visa, as a migrant visa where at the end of that time frame where they're working, they're going to go back to the country of origin. That is a migrant.
0: At
1: one time before the immigration topic and the border topic got polarized, we all remember the migrant workers coming into work in the United States and going back. The
0: Braceros. The braceros, braceros. Which was allowing people to yes. come in and work and they return. When was that, like the early 1900s? It's
1: still as recent as 20 years ago, we had them all the time. It was a way to provide that uh, labor, pool. labor pool for a lot of the farmers. Legally coming into the country, work for the period and go back to country of origin. Then we have the immigrants. An immigrant is a person who moved to a new country seeking home and never going back to the country origin. Big difference. A migrant floats, we still have them, that floats between the country, coming to work, going back, and then the immigrant crossing the border to stay here in the United States. Two different things. That's why, that's the first thing, that they're not interchangeable. Second one, illegal. Where did this come from? So, the Department of Homeland Security, like I mentioned, uh, in, in the powers uh, provided under the United States Code of Criminal Justice, right? United States Code. Uh, Section 8, uh, Title A, Section 1103, provides for the, the Secretary of Homeland Security to enforce immigration laws. Um, what is an illegal alien, right? Everybody talks about, so why an alien? So when you're looking at the federal code, AUSC 1101 is the statute of law that gives the definitions on the federal government for the immigration laws. And he says that the term alien means any person, not a citizen or national of the United States. That's it. It is somebody that's alien to the United States. That's it. It's not derogatory. Uh, It's not singling people out. It's just a definition of law. Anybody that has a problem with that, they have to go to Congress, which is the same Congress that since the 1980s have zero immigration actions. Every election since I arrived into the United States in the 80s, when I arrived as an adult to the United States in the and 80s. You're,
0: you're originally from Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico, Yes, which is still part of the U.S., Yes, and you are a U.S. citizen, just but in case anybody's wondering. Yes,
1: I'm a U.S. citizen by birth of a U.S. citizen mother. So I am a U.S. citizen, but when I came into this country, I didn't know the language, didn't know the culture, because it was the first time, right? So I migrated from Puerto Rico to the U.S. to join the military with options to go back to Puerto Rico. That's why I migrated. So when you look at that, um, you're looking at Congress since those years, every single election we talk about Senate and, and Congress, senators and congressmen, promising that they're going to tackle the problem with immigration. The last time that there was a serious immigration reform Ronald Reagan was the president of the United States in 1986. So now we have illegal. Why the person is illegal? Because the person that comes into the U.S. and do not get inspected for admission is considered the came illegally. Mm-hmm. That's what the illegal alien comes from. It's that simple. So when you are taking a criminal case to the uh, federal court, the first thing to establish is if you are uh, prosecuting the individual, the two questions are, is this person an alien of the US? And second, have this person been presented for admission? And the answer is no, that means came illegally. those are the individuals that you you see that in this border towns border patrol grabs a group of people crossing them to court provides a voluntary return of mexican nationals anybody that is not contiguous of border they get processed they might serve three to five days in jail and they sent back they were deported now Immigration law is like tax law. It's not fun. It's convoluted. It's complicated because instead of reforming the law throughout the last 40, 50 years, all we have done is patch the law with presidential uh, orders or half uh, uh band-aids. So the challenge that we have now is that you don't hear of people being deported now we all agree 90 percent of the individuals coming into the united states are decent hard worker individuals either escaping a terrible situation in their countries or looking for the american dream we all agree on that the problem resides in that other 10 percent that other 10 percent that maybe they have a criminal record maybe they're here uh, to do harm to someone, or they want to come to the country and follow the American dream, but not working a legal job. is because they have seen that the US is a great market for drugs, weapons, and criminal acts, and they have a better opportunity to be criminals here. I mean, we have to call it for what it is. The problem is that this 10% is damaging the 90% of people that try to come to the country legally, that they, they wanna make a life for them and their and the family, their children, and make it legally. Every time that we allow illegal immigration, with no bedding, no control, is a slap in the face of every individual that have gone through the process to legally migrate into the United States
0: because there's a long waiting line there's a lot of. i mean i don't think people understand if you're talking about a brother or sister i think the wait's about 22 to 25 years used to
1: be seven to eight it used to be seven to eight but in the last couple of years the volume of people arriving at at the southern border because they're not coming through canada they're not jumping from boats into LA or New York or Florida, they're coming through the southern border. They're not Mexican nationals. You look at the statistics, we have people from everywhere in the world, from every continent, we have people coming into this country. Why? Marketing. The smugglers have the best marketing material. They promise them secure passage and a job and you're going to be taken care of, they're going to be an amnesty, Uh, don't worry about it, and that's where people risk their lives through the whole, uh, just coming from their countries, through South Central America, crossing uh, through Mexico, and then the ones that make it, because we know there's a lot of, there's a lot of that don't make it. Children, women, uh, men, they get either killed by the cartels, they get uh, taken by the cartels, they get, sexually exploited or, or, or forced into labor, um, but the ones that make it then to the border, then we have the situations like the almost a dozen people that drown crossing the river, or the 50-something people in the back of a tractor trailer uh, dying because of heat, um, because the human smuggling organizations don't care. You hear the term immigration, and I'm gonna tell you this is not immigration, this is slave trade. We deal with this every day in our counties. These individuals that are being brought to us coming through our county and we are intercepting, they are not free to go. They are the property of the cartels who get them to Houston and then move them around the country where they have to work off their indebtedness to the cartel one way or another. They don't care about human life. They just want to make money. And people ask me sometimes what, but if the borders are open, why there's still people in the back of a tractor trailer well let's go back to the federal law again state and locals do not enforce immigration law this is the job of the federal government so what the federal government has done is have created special process for minor children arriving alone or for family units the smugglers know immigration law better than me so they know that if they bring family units, mother with their children, or unaccompanied children, they're gonna have a special type of processing and treatment different than able-bodied 18 to 30-year-old males or females with no family, no children. So when we're pushing these family units and these unaccompanied children, about 70% of the Border Patrol officers are bogged down with processing questions babysitting, now we have 30% control of the border. The other group that's coming in is the ones that have criminal history that have been previously deported, the ones that don't necessarily will pass a vetting, and they still wanna make it inside the the country. Or they're the ones that the smugglers, because they don't have a family unit, they said, you you don't qualify for this special treatment, we're just gonna bring you the old way. And then when you look at the big picture, now you have less people patrolling the border. You have a whole bunch of people trying to make it into the border because they've been promised special treatment. And you have the typical, uh, we're just gonna cross the border illegally uh, for a plethora of reasons. Then we go to how is the Department of Homeland Security processing this? Well, in my humble opinion, they abdicated in Washington the border, the responsibilities for the border. And what they created is everybody that's trying to come legally into the country now is fighting with these millions of people just pouring over the border. The people that really have a claim of asylum now get lost. There's only a limited number of asylums given at every year in the U.S. and that's the reason why they were all study and analyze and, and, and the people, when you look at uh, asylum, they're looking at um, people that they have been uh, persecuted because of a religion, political or racial, not economic. Econo- economy, economic reasons are not in- able to support a request for asylum. So when you throw everything together now, You obscure the process, and the people really needing asylum to to look for a better life because if they go back to the country, they're going to be killed, prosecuted, or God knows what else. The United States needs
0: immigration. We rely upon that for economic prosperity, for our security. We want folks to come to our country. It needs to happen. Through a legal and organized way that is safe to the migrants and safe to the communities along the border, in a way that does not disrupt the economic prosperity of the trade that passes through bridges like the one to our, uh, to your left, my right, each and every day.
1: We still have a whole bunch of people coming illegal into the country, so let's talk about this group of people that come illegal into the country. Many times I have mentioned, it is a national security issue if we don't know who's coming into the country. If you don't know who's coming to the country. There's a possibility of from terrorists to, to hardened criminals to be coming into the country. But it's also a public safety problem for the state, local municipalities right by the border and just across the routes of these individuals that are coming inside the border. We remember just a few months ago, we have it here in San Antonio. It happens every other year. Then we have the individuals that get lost, that we don't even know what happened to them. We get hundreds of dead bodies found in the brush. We have the hundreds that get that drowned throughout the year. Those, public safety, because we don't know who they are, it creates a national security issue. We don't know who they are. But let's talk about this other group, the unaccompanied children, the family unit. Many times we know that they're not really family units, but you're utilizing this process. So what happened is that, are there aliens of the US? Yes, on the eyes of the federal government. Are are they entering without admission? No, and that words have meaning because now this this group of individuals that surrendered to the border patrol, those individuals that came over to the ports of entry or surrendered to the Border Patrol agents between the ports of entry, now they're not entering illegally. They surrender to the authorities to be processed. And the government, the Department of Homeland Security, once they do the initial processing, when they're going to release them, and everybody talks about those flights in the middle of the night, to name it, different places, they're not undocumented anymore. They're not. They were provided documents by the US government. They were provided an NTAOR and nothing's to appear. So they're told, go your way, go into the interior. You have a appointment with a immigration judge in the next five to seven years, just don't fail it. So now they're not undocumented.
0: They have a piece of paper that says you're allowed to be in this country because they surrendered at the border, they didn't sneak in. They didn't sneak in. Okay, so they're truly non-undocumented.
1: No, so that's So what's
0: their new new name, what are they?
1: They are, they have a non-immigrant. They're not migrants, they're no migrants anymore. They're not immigrants, the third definition non I told you. Immigration law. <laughs> yes, immigration okay. law is just like, like tax law, right? So what is a non immigrant The non-immigrant is an alien granted temporary admission into the US. It's a temporary admission. They're not admitted. They're not citizens. They're not legal resident aliens. They're not. They haven't gone through, they just started the immigration process. So they're non-immigrants.
0: Are they asylum seekers?
1: It depends. it depends. It depends what the detention centers by the border decided on the initial interviews because they might have a legitimate claim for asylum, but it has to be investigated. That's gonna take time. Here's your number, see you in five years.
0: Oh my God.
1: And the problem with those is people that have a legitimate claim for asylum also request a employment authorization so they can work legally in the United States, pay taxes in the United States, and continue their process to become legal permanent residents. So
0: who are those people right now? Cubans?
1: Well, it depends on what they're claiming.
0: <laughs> Why do you keep saying it depends?
1: It's because the problem is, throughout my career, I saw smugglers are very smart. Smugglers would take somebody that looks young, like Paul, and they're going to tell them, you're a teenager, and they're going to try to to mix that alleged teenager. Sometimes they have 20 something years old, but they look young, they're going to pass them as- (laughs) Yes, as unaccompanied children They have a special treatment. Um, They might take people in the stash house and say, okay, here, 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 you're a family unit, to try to make them go through with that special process. But because the administration has not allowed the agents to actually conduct their job, Border Patrol is basically processing and babysitting. ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, they're not deporting anyone. There used to be a time when you hear about 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 criminal aliens, meaning individuals that were not from the U.S., that had criminal records inside their jails, ICE, the criminal alien program, was inside the jails, not in the, not in the street, inside the jails. This is people that should not be uh, releasing to the uh, communities. And that's not happening anymore. ICE is not even responding to any jails that are calling them to pick up somebody. So they're not doing their job. And Homeland Security Investigations are not allowed to investigate a lot of these organizations that are getting rich by the minute. Sacrificing the lives of individuals attempting to make it to the United States. So it is actually the Department of Homeland Security the one creating the mess. And again, providing the documents to these individuals so they can be legally temporary as a non-immigrant inside the United States. That's why those definitions have become very important because all they're doing is circumventing the criminal process. And when I say they, I'm talking about the Department of Security.
0: Thank you so much, Adi Jimenez, retired agent in charge for Homeland Security Investigations, for what I believe is truly an eye-opening conversation of facts and definitions for words used to classify, sometimes, some say, dehumanize in some ways or simply identify the thousands of people coming into the United States. In San Antonio, Texas, I'm Jami Virging. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Immigration Crisis, the fight for the southern
1: border. Until next time.